everyone. Welcome to Loving This Life podcast, hosted by yours truly, Abby Hillis, founder of ACH Events and co-founder of The Twelfth Woman, an advocacy group fighting for sexual assault survivors. This podcast is about loving the life that you live and 100% owning it and being happy with it. Each episode will include a guest or thoughts to help bring your dreams to reality, understand true commitment in life, and help turn some of your darkest days into the brightest years. So grab some coffee, some wine, or whatever tickles your fancy, and join me on this adventure of finding happiness and taking charge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 13. I am super excited to bring on our guest for today. Her name is Brittany, and she is the founder and owner of Wheat and Honey Co., and now the founder of the Wheatful Woman event. I'm sure some of you guys have seen me blowing up my social media about how we're helping her planet, and I've just really gotten to know her and just really realized the walk that she's walking and how I want to be aligning myself with people like her. And I thought, well, she would be a great person to come on and just have you guys hear her story and kind of get into her brain a little bit and how awesome she is. So welcome, Brittany. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And just so you guys know, this is our first one done virtually. So Brittany's actually in Dallas. So if the audio (laughs) sounds a little different, that's why. But yeah, we're just super excited to have her. Brittany, why don't you take it away and you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. I'm so excited to be here. Abby and I were introduced just probably three weeks ago now. Just crazy to say. Three or four weeks ago through one of both of our very best friends, a gal that I went to elementary, middle school, and high school with, and Abby planned her wedding. That was... Was that earlier this year? That was just earlier this year. It was January. January. Yeah, in January. And Abby just showed up. And as somebody that just got married a year ago, seeing her presence at that wedding and just the way that she made that day, the way it was for my friend was really neat. And then my friend reached out and said, hey, if you need help with this event, I think Abby's your girl. So we've been talking the last few weeks. And that's kind of where, where our relationship started. And it's been such a blessing. But my name is Brittany, as Abby said, and I'm the founder of Wheat and Honey Company and now Wheat Full Woman event. And my husband and I have been married just over a year and live in Grapevine, Texas. And I went to the University of Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner, and studied advertising there and built a career in the corporate world for the last five or six years, focusing on sports marketing and working in the advertising agency world and ultimately leading into media sales. And the last few years, I've just had this stirring in my heart to serve women through recognizing the strongholds in our life and how we can overcome them through being vulnerable and through building connection with one another. And that has led me to where I am now with Wheat and Honey Company. So we started this company just over three years ago, really with that foundation of wanting to encourage women. So that was the foundation of it. And the biggest piece of my personality is probably that I'm an activator and that I move quickly on things. And when I had this idea just about three years ago that I wanted to start a company and I wanted to serve women and I wanted to encourage them, I didn't fully know what that meant or what that looked like. And Abby can probably relate to that too. When you start a business, you don't really 
know what you're getting into, but nope. I knew I, <laughs> I wanted to do it. And it was really my ministry for three years. And it was, okay, I want, I want to serve women and I want to encourage them, but I don't really know what that looks like quite yet. So started with just brainstorming a fun name, Wheat and Honey Company, which comes from Psalm 8116 and building from there. And we've built a community, which is really the biggest piece of Wheat and Honey Company. So we've built a community through our Instagram and in this event that we're hosting in Dallas with Abby and through an app that we have online, our Wheatful Woman app, where there's discussion boards for women just to connect with one another on topics that may be hard to find your people in real world, but to be able to connect on different levels from experiences. So we've created that community and then we also have our products. So we do a weekly Wheatful Wednesday devotional. We have Bible studies and then we also have our Bibles that we sell where we design the covers. So that's really the overview of Wheat and Honey Company and kind of where we are right now. Well, and also I feel like the Bibles should get a little bit more attention. You guys have got to go look at these Bibles. The paintings that they, it is like real paintings on the outside of a Bible, which y'all have the print ones too, but like it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. I have had the same Bible for forever and it makes me want to update mine because I'm like, you know, those I are so a, pretty. I have a girlfriend that gets a new one every single year. And if you would have told me that three years ago, just to go get a new Bible, it, it's intimidating to me because I just use the same one. I think yeah. I'm not going to get enough use out of that in one year. And I don't like to write in my Bible. I was in this place where it was kind of pristine and I wanted to take care of it. And then having a few of them, it made me more comfortable just using it as a journal and a okay. private place for me. Just if I want to write song lyrics out or if I want to write the date and something that stood out to me. So it's encouraged me to do that. And it's been cool to see how other women are stepping out into that too. Cause I don't think it's really how, I don't really think it's natural is the best yeah. word. Well, and it's cool because I feel like Growing up, you know, I went to church camps and things like that, and I feel like it was so regimented. And yeah. now, as I've like grown and trying to understand my own personal faith and what I'm choosing to follow myself, uh, mm-hmm. having a place to just write thoughts down and and have it not always be just necessarily so like lecture or sermon driven, yes. um, but more just like story driven or thoughts driven or emotion driven, mm-hmm. uh, like that's a part of like you know, religion and spiritualness as well, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it goes back to really the motive behind everything that we do is I, I want women that don't already know this to know that it's a relationship versus religion. And I think a lot of times it's intimidating and it's scary and it's church on Sunday morning. And the last few years of my life really – I've stepped into this new season of what my faith looks like, and it's a relationship. It's wrestling. It's war every day of life is hard. Yeah, It's hard. And especially as a business owner, and we'll I'm sure get into that more here in a bit, but just the transition from being in the corporate world and having a salary and having that steady well-being, especially as a newlywed, and then stepping out into okay, I thought this was my ministry and now this is what's putting food on the table. And this is what is helping my husband and I buy a home eventually and get our dogs and do all these things we want to do. So it's 
it's definitely so much more than just the faith that I had a few years ago where it's sitting in church, but it's actually this living, breathing relationship. Yep. Yep. And you know, that kind of leads to the theme of our conversation today, which is um, choosing courage and having that be the guide to overcome fear and not allowing fear to be debilitating, which being a business owner that can really be detrimental. Um, Mm -hmm. To be completely honest, the last two weeks in my life haven't been the easiest. I've been kind of just down on myself and I would say the best word is just frustrated with myself personally, with the business, um, feeling like I'm, I'm kind of plateauing a little bit. And it's just, for me, I'm such like a go-getter, kind of like you are, and just mm-hmm. go, 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 and always improving and always growing. And you know, these, these low seasons are actually super important because that's where I feel like the most growth happens. But I also know that you know, when I reached out and we were you know, chatting about what we were going to talk about today you know, you hit home saying that like you've had to choose courage to overcome all of these fears. And it's been very apparent to me working with you, even in these three weeks of just how, just how courageous you are. I'm like, you are just going like this, this event is a lot and it's a lot of time and it's a lot of money and a lot of emotion and a lot of, energy and picking people up and getting them excited. And that really can't be like quantified. And, you know, I I think that you, if you stopped and sat back for a second, it could be really scary of all of the different things that like could not happen for the event to not happen um, and be successful, but you can't focus on that. You have to keep looking forward and you have to keep choosing that like you have the qualities and the traits and the, you know, education and the mind and the will to be able to make something happen and trust Mm -hmm. yourself. Yep. Absolutely. So I want to talk about, cause just cause I know you touched on it a little bit, but you, you took the leap of faith of leaving your eight to five corporate job of a steady salary and income, um, similar to what I did. And Mm -hmm. now you're, you're, we talk about it all the time. We're like, okay, I think we could do this payment and make this payment happen. And it's yeah, like, it's yeah. the life of a startup. The life yeah, of a startup it is, is watching Absolutely. that bank account go between thousands of dollars to zero dollars and back up yeah. to thousands of dollars into zero dollars and just watching it happen so quickly. So tell me, kind of explain maybe your like, your process to how you decided to like, what it is for you that clicked that got you to a place where you're like, okay, I'm going to choose to just go take this leap of faith and I'm going to have courage and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to just sit back and be like just layman in this job. I want to go do something else and conquer something else. Yeah. And you know, I think it was a series of things. I knew that I had this longing for a while. I knew that something just didn't feel right, but I wasn't sure what it was. And wheat and honey company has been a thing for three years, but I didn't necessarily view it as a source of steady income or something that I really felt led to take big risk on and step into. And so it wasn't really something that I was thinking of that way. And then I just had this itch that was growing and growing and growing. And my past career, my, my latest role was just in a season of being stuck. And it went from something that I was really, really good at and really, really passionate about to just feeling stuck. And the energy and 
the passion behind wanting to perform and wanting to serve my company well had grown and grown and grown because I, it was becoming harder for me. And I was just up against something that felt bigger than me. And it just continued to lead me to this place of frustration and heartache and searching and listening to podcasts and seeking out wisdom and advice and trying to do some soul searching a little bit of what is my purpose and what am I good at and what do I want to do? And it led me just to that place of stuck. And I I know it's not what people want to hear because when I was listening to podcasts, trying to find answers and trying to find encouragement, I just wanted that golden ticket of here's what you need to do. Go this way, do this, and it's going to get better. And fortunately, unfortunately, that wasn't that wasn't really what I got. It was just this continual season that ultimately led me to this courage. And I think a lot of times courage doesn't come just overnight where we wake up and we feel empowered and strong. It has to be a choice. And at one point, I didn't really know what the future held for me. This was just five weeks ago that I left my corporate job and my my last role I just hit this point where I had this peace and this strength and realized I don't know what security is ahead for me, but I'm stepping out in confidence knowing that I have valuable experience, that I am passionate and passion goes a very, very long way. And knowing that I have a strength that I can hold on to that's so much bigger than me and it's not about my performance or it's not about myself. And that's where my fear lies. I struggle with anxiety and I always have, but these last few months of my life, it has been uncovered in a way that I never imagined was there. Just the high highs, low lows. Mm -hmm. I have this strength. And then all of a sudden I think, what am I doing? What am I doing? And that anxiety and that weakness is a good thing because like you said, you want to feel all those things. You want to make wise decisions and you want to be a planner. And to do that, you have to feel those things. You have to, you have to process all of that. But when I learned to shift my focus from myself, and I was just telling some girls this this week, when I'm not looking so closely at myself and my performance and what other people think of me and... Mm-hmm when my focus is not on that, but it goes to, okay, Brittany, just, just think about this for a minute. What is God doing? And I had to write this in my planner Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week so that I could be drawn back to that when I become overwhelmed. But what is he doing? And do you trust him? And when I start thinking not about the payment that's coming up or what people are thinking about me being in this career transition. But when I start thinking about why, just go back to the why. We want to empower and encourage women. And we want women to feel seen and loved and supported. And that has been my mission from the very, very beginning. And when you step out in courage, knowing this event in particular right now is the big, big thing that I'm working on. And... When I think about that day and I just put myself in Saturday, September 7th, walking through those doors and I see women in groups, meeting new people, learning about their mental health, laughing and enjoying a yoga class, connecting with other women, breathing and looking like 
there's just this different inspiration, this different breath of fresh air that they can take with them beyond that day. When I think about that, I think, why am I wasting my time being worried (laughs) about my pride or about what people think of me or about my finances? Because at the end of the day, I just told somebody this yesterday, if I go to this event on Saturday and see one woman that's changed in a bigger, small way, the financial sacrifice my husband and I have made to invest in this is no longer as scary. And I don't live in as much fear because that's the purpose behind it. And yes, we want to be a profitable business. And yes, we have big, big dreams and big goals. And I know we'll get there. But in the season we're in right now, where I've been doing this for five weeks and you and I have been working together for three or four weeks, I have to choose every single day when I wake up anxious or I wake up just feeling this sadness because it's the reality. Sometimes you do. You just wake up and you think, okay, I have great things going on today. Why do I feel that way? I have to choose to step out in that courage and to not hold on to that false sense of control of living in fear. So let's talk coffee for a second. I don't know about you, but I am the type of person that unadmittedly makes a pot of coffee one day and maybe even uses the leftover coffee the next day and just reheats it. So not good, I know, for like the best tasting coffee, but hey, gotta do what you gotta do, right? But then I found Trade Coffee Company and you guys have got to check them out. Head on over to their website and take their coffee quiz. They're taking a whole new approach to really just brewing coffee at home. So basically you start by taking a quiz and they get an idea of the type of coffee you like and which beans would be best for you. From there, then they give you these awesome suggestions of which coffees would be the best fit for your coffee preferences. If you're interested and want to try it out, feel free to use the code ABBCHILLIS when checking out and I can get you 50% off your first bag. What, what? So go check it out. Trade Coffee Company. Yeah. And we, that's, so true. And we've even talked, we, when we've talked, you guys, it's so funny because we like tell each other, hey, write that one down or write that down because <laughs> it like, you know, for me, the past couple of weeks have been rough. And, you know, today I'm realizing some great milestones that are happening with Grow Group. And it's crazy to believe that, you know, just a few months in of launching it, we're doing some of the coolest things and being in uh, an ad in Tribeza for one of our clients and creating that. And like, that's super cool. And it's so easy to focus on what you're not doing or what you're struggling with. And it's so easy to forget the like wins and the positives and the good and choosing to focus on that sometimes is so hard. It is so hard because it is not natural human thing, but it is what helps you get through for sure. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So also I think it's super important that like when something that I, I always like harp on and talk about is the fact that being able to overcome those fears and those things that maybe you think, you know, am I capable of doing this or should I do this has to do with your, your army or your, your uh, village that surrounds you. And I've learned a lot in the past year about my own village and finding those people and investing in those people that also invest back in you and kind of moving away from the people who don't necessarily do that Mm -hmm. because, you know, they end up being the ones that are maybe the doubters um, that help continue to bring in the doubt that you already have. And, you know, like, can you just kind of touch on like how you've done that in your life to help keep you on track? Um, I know that there's a couple people that help you with the business that I'm sure are a huge 
part of that, but just kind of want to hear from your side and your village. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that I think takes constant work. And Jansen on Jansen on my team has been such an inspiration for me in that and being an example of that for me, her and I went to college together and had one class together. We were in our capstone together and we were not friends. We were in the same group. So we spent a lot of time together, but I don't even think we had each other's phone numbers. And Beyond college, I had started Wheat and Honey Company. We were selling stationery and that was it, the cards. And we were probably six months old. And she just reached out to me on Facebook and said, hey, I want to do what you're doing. I want to start something. I want to learn how and why you're doing this. Can we grab coffee? She lives in Oklahoma or she did at the time and she's back there now, but she was traveling into town and wanted to grab coffee. And my initial response was, that's out of the blue. Yeah. Right. I know who she is, but <laughs> you know, I'm living in uptown and I've found a community of women around me and we enjoy, we went to watermark church together and we enjoyed happy hour together and we enjoy just hanging out and taking walks. And I had figured out my crew and my people in Dallas and right. was working in sports marketing. And this girl reached out and pursued me. And I was kind of in a season where I thought, that takes courage. That's hard to make friends as adult, as an adult. If you're not oh my just in this same setting, if you're not just in a community group together, or if you're not on a sport team together, or if you don't meet through mutual friends, it's hard. Right. I think being in the business world, it's a little bit easier to re- reach out and get to know people. But aside from that, that's a bold move. And I recognized it as that. And I thought, yeah, let's get coffee. And from that day on, I mean, she was just writing me handwritten letters to encourage me, sending me books in the mail. And we joke about it today. And we spoke in Seattle a couple months ago, and she was telling this room full of women about how she pursued a friendship with me without fear because she knew that's somebody that I would like to be friends with. And through that, it's taught me humility and doing the same thing and not being afraid of somebody thinking you're weird. Why are you, why are you wanting to go get coffee with me? We're not friends. People don't think that way. That's not what I thought of Jansen when she reached out and now she's one of my very best friends. So she's been a rock for me and that, and I think getting to know you, Abby has been really, really neat just to see you can connect with the right people quickly and feel like you've known them for a very long time even when it's been a matter of weeks and just surrounding yourself with people like that is so crucial, especially in seasons where there is a lot of change and there is a lot of transition. And I guess just forgetting what's comfortable and choosing to step out and pursuing those friendships is the key. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I think one of like to piggyback off of that, uh, one of my thoughts that I just had was I think sometimes two women are craving that person and that connection with, you know, like maybe they feel like they are out on an island by themselves right now. And they're like, how do I, how do I get those connections? And I, I think you have to be willing and openly looking for them, but mm-hmm. not forcing them. Yeah, and you just, you know, like if you would have asked me when you reached out weeks ago that we would be like this now and like have connected so well, I you know, I, would I believe you? Yes. But would I have thought it would happen? No. But I think we both were just at a place where we're like, 
one, I think we both needed each other in a really weird, ironic <laughs> Absolutely. way. Absolutely, yes. Um, like, it's weird that I, I feel like, like you're a client of mine because when we talk, I don't think of it that way at all. I just feel like we're like buds planning an event together. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I just, you just have to allow it and like not be like, oh, no, th- like I could have easily run like the client card and not really addressed the whole event in the way that we have. But it's working and it's awesome. And sometimes maybe like business doesn't have to be so cut and dry and black and white um, like, <laughs> you know, my husband's law job is where it is. Mm-hmm. This is the law. This is how it is. Blah, 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 blah. Like sometimes it can be a little bit more of a personal relationship and lifting each other up and being aware of those relationships and allowing them to happen. Um, and not, you know, being so busy and mindless that you can't, you, you miss those opportunities. Yeah. Um, and so I think, I know there's times in my life where I've been like, man, who are these people in my life? Like, are these truly the people I want to be surrounded by? Or like, and how am I like filling their cup? Like, am I the person that they should want to be with and surrounded by? And, you know, I think that's, like you said, a constant conversation and a constant thing to work on. And it's also changing always with the seasons. And Mm -hmm. that's something I've had the hardest time with, you know, accepting that someone was in my life who I loved dearly and I still do, but knowing that maybe they're just not meant to be in my life as prominent at the time in the season and the walk that I'm walking right now because we just don't, yeah. you know, match up. And it, it's not dogging on that person or on that woman. And it's not, you know, none of it's negative. It's just accepting of that. And that for some reason has been something super hard for me. I'm like, yeah. I just want to love everyone and I want everyone to be happy and I don't want to disappoint anyone. And you know, the anxiety mm-hmm. that goes through your head. <laughs> and, you know, I think, I think it's important to allow like the seasons to come and go and be okay and not think more into it and like overanalyze. Absolutely. And I think it goes both ways. You want to have that support from somebody that you feel you're giving. But if Jansen's taught me anything, it's that you have to be the friend that you're looking for and that you have to show up and be vulnerable and just be you and not be afraid of putting on this front and earning their friendship, but just being who you are and using parts of your experiences and your story to relate to other people. And that's where the friendships come. And when they don't and you feel like it's toxic or it's not a place that you want to be, that's where you can choose, Hey, I have a limited time in my world and in my life. And I have a husband and I have a son and I have all these commitments And so I have to be choosy on who I'm really investing in. But I do think a lot of the most rewarding friendships come from being that friend that you're searching for and being vulnerable with people and sharing and, and not trying to show up as this perfectly polished person, but showing up as their friend. Yep. That's a really good point. Yep. I'm going to take that one home with me. That's a really (laughs) good one. Love it. So one last thing I want to talk about before we sign off for today is like, I know the event, um, the proceeds are helping women in sex trafficking, but I know that there's a little bit of tie in to that with just Wheat and Honey Co. and some of your, your connections that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you just kind of tell everyone like what you're trying to help with and just kind of what you're involved with and who the people you know, what they're doing? Because I think it's important to get this information out there. Yeah, absolutely. And this is something, sex trafficking in general and human trafficking is something that I am still learning so much about. And it's neat to see how 
the mission of Wheaton Honey Company and what we're building here is being used to tell that story more. So I never like to show up like an expert on the topic because I'm absolutely not, but we have partnered with an organization that is. And Valiant Hearts is the ministry that we've partnered with and they office out of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, but they help women that have been trafficked around the world. And Mm. not only do they actually put on the boots and go and save these women with former SWAT and military guys, but they also help them walk through what that recovery looks like. And when you're back here and you're wrestling and you're back and forth, because that's the reality of it, when it's your income and you're supporting a family, it's not as easy as I wish it was for women just to step out of. So they walk through that with them, with this support group that's weekly and a recovery program with professionals that can come in and advise them and love on them. So Wheat and Honey has stepped in to gift Bibles to these women as they graduate that program. So the program is self-paced. It can be anywhere from six months to two or three years. And when they come out of the other side of that, they host a graduation ceremony where Mm. their mentor speaks words over them, and then they're able to speak about their experience. And I have never seen more empowered women in my life. And I think it's a true testament to our strength as women when we take care of ourselves. And it goes back to the whole purpose behind this event and why I believe in it, because there's so much redemption and there's so much strength in our stories and our experiences. And these women are the primary example of that. So they have this ceremony, they gift them one of our hand-painted Bibles that is theirs and a free gift to them, just an example of of just love. And we've partnered with them. We'll have some Bibles at the event for the women just to love on and write in and highlight scripture, whatever they'd like to do. And then we'll be gifting those to them. And then all of our proceeds as a company also contribute to that ministry. That's so cool. That's awesome. It's amazing. I think that that's that's, uh, an industry that could use a little bit more support for sure. And I know that like a lot of the stuff that I've learned with sexual assault and just in universities and that women have to endure, the the law doesn't support the women. And I know from talking to you, we've kind of realized that too with sex trafficking, that there's not a ton of legal support and um, backing. So a lot of a lot of these things that women are fighting right now, it is straight up just a total fight and it's trying to get new you know, laws that support us and support the women that need it implemented and getting the attention out there and people understanding how hard it is to get women out of these situations, I feel like is insanely important. So yeah. um, Valiant Hearts, is that correct? Is that how I yes. say it? Yes. So you guys look that up. Um, it's definitely an amazing community and they're doing great things. And I think the takeaway from today is, you know, surrounding yourself with the people that help you choose courage over fear and helping the people around you, helping them choose courage over fear. And, you know, fear can be debilitating. It can Mm -hmm. be you know, it could cause like, especially being in startups and small companies, it can cause it to fail. And, you know, you have to find the little things that guide you every single day that tell you that what you're doing is you're doing the right thing, or you're doing a good job, or you have a good idea. And know that your product or your service that you're providing is something that has meaning and it has value. And 
the customers will come and the clients will come and the business will grow if you have the mindset to allow it. But that fear, man, whew, yeah, it can, <laughs> it can take you to the ground. Yeah, Absolutely. no, it totally can. And on days, I feel like it does. And I've probably yeah. had multiple of those days in the last two weeks where I've just felt like, you know, it's, it's screaming in the, in my head, in the forefront of my head, not even the back of my head. And yeah. I've had to just really take a step back and, you know, say, Hey, 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 like, that's not how this has to be. Like I yeah. do have, I am good at these things and I do yeah. well at these things. And, you know, even if it's slow or if it's not doing things aren't happening the way that the pace that you want them to be, that doesn't mean that it's a failure or it's just a season. It's yeah. just a season. And you have to remember those things. We talk about this all the time, but writing it down. And that's something that I practice every single week, especially in this new season. I write down why I do what I do so I can see it and so that I can remember it when I'm checking things off the to-do list. And also just those praises and those good things, not forgetting. I was in that magazine this week. One of our clients was featured next to South by Southwest. And having those things in a place where you're going to see them so that when you have those high highs and low lows, you don't forget that purpose behind everything. Yep. Yep. It is funny. I have a quote from my, my cousins. Uh, she's actually moving out in two weeks, but, or going back to school, but she's been living with us. And she, I was having a really rough day the other day and she wrote on a sticky note, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. Hashtag mm-hmm. motivational Thursday. <laughs> I guess that was a week ago. No, today's Friday. I don't, anyways, it, you know, that's, like having little, always whiteboards, like writing things down for sure and seeing them as a constant reminder for pick-me-ups and um, maybe writing struggles. And when you win, checking them off or crossing them off and being like, heck yeah, I accomplished something. Yep. And having that community that reminds you of it and having other people that are in similar seasons, whether that's you and I, or that's Jansen and I, having people that don't let you forget your purpose and why you're doing it. Because the second you harness that, the strength that we have and the confidence can't be stopped. It's totally. amazing. It's so powerful. So that fear absolutely cannot hold us down. It can't. It's just choosing to remember why you started. Yep. So everybody raise your hand who wants Brittany to come do a Wheat and Honey Co. Wheatful Women <laughs> event in Austin. Say hi, everyone. <laughs> so that's our next mission. As soon as September 7th is done, we're starting on the next one. We don't have a choice. So well, okay, I'll, give you, I'll give you a week to breathe and then we're going to start on the next one. <laughs> We've already thrown dates out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. It's you happening. Guys, you guys will know all about it. And if you're in the Dallas area and you haven't uh, heard about it, you know, shout out. Or if you're in the Austin area and you want to make a weekend out of it too, that's totally a fun girls trip that you could do with your mom or your girlfriends or whatever. Brittany, thank you so much for coming on and spending your Friday morning with me. This was a great little recharge for me. Y'all know this podcast is like a, a fill your cup passion of mine. And I know I don't always, you know, record episodes as frequently as I would like to when, you know, business gets going and crazy. I, this t- gets a backseat, but every chance I get to find someone who I feel like is worth, you know, giving out information of their brain and being, I try to. So thank you. You're an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. What you're doing thank is you. phenomenal. I'm on board and will always be supporting you and Wheat and Honey Co. and the Wheatful Women event. And I hope everyone goes out and has a great rest of their day. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Loving This Life podcast. It is because of people like you tuning in each episode that Loving This Life has a purpose. If you like what you hear, 
please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. This is how we spread the love and reach more amazing people like you. I also want to say a special thank you to Ella Reed. She so graciously shared her empowering and uplifting song, Walk On, for us to use on the podcast. And lastly, remember to wake up each day being confident with who you are, but also love yourself enough to change for the better. Peace, y'all.